17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Ravens Postgame Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan, as well as the station's Ravens beat reporter. And finally, Cordell, I, I know that they won two weeks ago. I know. But it feels like it was forever ago, mm-hmm. the last time the Ravens won a game. Certainly the first time this season that they won a game at home. And it was a great win over their rival Cincinnati Bengals. Um, obviously it gets them ahead in the AFC North currently uh, by doing so because the Steelers lost and the Browns lost as well. So great win uh, for this team um, this Sunday. So let's start with the defense first. Usually we start with the offense, but we'll get to that later. Because usually what we've done this season is talk real bad about Mm -hmm. this defense. I got some things to say about this offense, but but we'll get to that the next segment. For now, I am really enjoying what this defense is doing. They are playing the way that a lot of us thought that they would be playing. And I just feel like, you know, they got a bad rap. The Miami game wasn't a great game for them. They got a bad rap. Um, the Buffalo game, I, I thought that they improved. I thought that, that that was a sign of improvement. You'll hear people say that, oh, that it was raining and, you know, this, that, and the third. But I, I didn't see that. I still think that when you hold a guy like Josh Allen to that type of day, that that's progress. So here you go here, week five, you play against um, Joe Burrow and his his group of guys. 217 total yards that he gave up, uh, one touchdown, one uh, one interception. So, you know, when you see how the defense played today, are you encouraged in terms of how they're going to play moving forward? Because, you know, they're, listen, the Josh Allen's and the Joe Burrows of the world, it's not like that they're playing those types of guys every week. Mm -hmm. But if you're playing those guys well, I feel like that that's, going to give your team a chance and and they've done that the past two weeks one came out in the win one came out in the loss yeah I I definitely am encouraged right now with what I'm seeing from this defense I've said for a while I don't think that their 32nd rank is is a good depictor of who they are you know uh, I think that they're definitely better than that I think they realize that they're better than that and Talking to Calais Campbell after the game, you know, he we we asked him that question about if he feels like the defense is, you know, continuing to get better and building off of each performance. And he said that he thought that they were. And, you know, I thought this Bengals game was a good sign of that. Now, it's definitely going to be a huge blow to them losing Marcus Williams. He has a dislocated wrist. Yeah. Uh, Harb said that he expects him to be out a significant amount of time. That's going to be a big a blow. blow. Yeah. We'll see, you know, Geno Stone was the guy that pretty much filled in for him a majority of the game, but that maybe this means more Kyle Hamilton reps. Uh, but whatever the case is, they are going to miss Marcus Williams on the back end. He was definitely that that 
free safety, that rangy free safety, that center yeah. fielder for them so far this year that has kind of led, helped help this team be one of the better teams in takeaways this season. So I, I am curious to see how they'll replace him. But I'll stick with the pass defense for, for now to remain positive. I thought the pass defense was really good. They did a spectacular – it was clear they weren't going to let Jamar Chase beat them in this game. It helped that T. Higgins – Barely, I mean, T. Higgins was apparently dealing with the. I know he was hurt coming into the game. Yeah, and then he eventually he came out with the ankle injury. I never even noticed him on the field. So, same, same. You know, so I don't know when he got hurt. I don't know if he got hurt doing jumping jacks on the sideline or what. But him not playing in this game as much as he normally would, it helped. You know, I, I think it's clear it helped. Uh, but they did a spectacular job on Jamar Chase, no doubt about it. They may not have, you know gate been all around Joe Burrow as far as racking up the sacks and pressures, but I will say that they did not allow Joe Burrow to get comfortable at all in this game. That's all you can ask for. Look, they, they don't have a guy that's just, they can just say, go get him. They don't have that. I think everybody needs to kind of come to terms with that, come to grips and understand that this is not this that type of defense. Yep. They don't have that player. And hey, maybe once Justin Houston comes back, Things starts to look a little better yeah. in that front, but right now it's still a it's still a working progress at best, a working progress. But they show some signs. JPP got involved tonight, had the sack, uh, had a couple of um, he had a couple of hit. passes deflected, yeah, which is great. Yep, yep, had a couple of uh, passes. I think back to back. Yep, uh, he did on plays. So you know, I, I definitely thought this was definitely a good game uh, from him. Patrick Queen finally being able to finally. take advantage of Somebody a play. was on the jug machine. Yeah, you know, <laughs> catch those tennis balls. I guess it helped him. I guess I guess it helped him. But you know, he finally. I mean, it's amazing how football works. It. He's been throwing the ball right at his chest the last two weeks. Couldn't make the play today. He makes the play. You know, and and that's what you want to see. You want to see these guys continue to try to. I kept saying. You know, and I've tried to look at the positives with Patrick Queen because I've, I, like I say every time, I don't think he's as bad as everybody else thinks, but it's, it, I think he definitely deserves some sort of credit to A, be in position to make these plays because nobody else is. If he's not there, nobody else is. So, right. I mean, at least he's in position to make the plays. And I think it says something for him mentally to be able to kind of stick with it. Yeah, you you dropped an interception on back-to-back weeks. Yeah, you you know, you could get down on yourself or you could finally make up for it and take advantage of the opportunity when it comes to you. And that's what he did. So, you know, I think it, hopefully that that'll do wonders for his confidence going forward and just his playmaking ability because I do believe he has that in him. It's about getting it out of him on a consistent basis. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought Marcus Peters played a really good game. Yes, he did. Uh, he was fired up. Physical. And that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing about Peters. Like yeah. he he gets this team fired up. And mm-hmm. he is always like ready to play. The, the the what was this? The third down. Correct me if I'm wrong. The third down play. Um, or was the second down play where they were, you know, driving the Bengals mm-hmm. and they had some weird type of a uh, trick play that well, they tried work. to do they they tried they tried the uh Philly special. Yeah. And uh and and Marcus Speed is just he yeah. sniffed that out immediately. Yeah. And yeah. they ended up losing uh tons of yardage. 
at that point. But, you know, he was all over the place all day, you know, yeah. and, and it was good to see that from him. Definitely. I mean, he, he you said it, you know, he he's the heartbeat of this team. You you could tell I think the biggest difference or the biggest impact to this defense last year of all the injuries they had were clearly was clearly missing Marcus Peters. He mm -hmm. just provides something obviously in between the lines being one of the better cover corners in the league, leading the league in interceptions uh, since he's entered the league. He is involved in pretty much every takeaway, but he's also he he's the toughness on this deep. Like he his the, his mantra, his persona, it this defense, this team embraces it. And when he's not out there, they're not as tough. You yeah. know, they're, they're they're not as physical. They're not they're not the bullies that they were. I think uh, in a in a in a lot of ways in this Bengals game. Yeah, uh, they weren't perfect. But having him out there just brings a sense of calmness to this defense. I think it allows Marlon Humphrey to feel com comfortable yep. to play the way he wants to play. And he just settles things down. So definitely having Marcus Peters back is a huge plus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one negative I have, and I've had it all year, is this run defense. This run defense is not good. It's, yeah. it's not good. And yeah. it hasn't been good all year. And I continue to say, I think that they are benefiting from not playing a team that is going to consistently stick with the run. We'll see yeah. what happens next week when they have to go to New York and they play Saquon and those guys. Yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about that right yeah. now. Can we just talk about it? <laughs> but, you know, I thought the game definitely changed once the Bengals started getting into the shotgun runs and started yep. figuring out, okay, we can run the ball on these guys straight yep. up the middle too. Yep. You know, I, I thought that was kind of where it was like, okay, hold up. This is it's getting scary again. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing some of the same things happen, but again, I, I definitely want to give this defense all the credit in the world. They go out there, you know, this Bengals, it, this Bengals offense has not quite been to the Bengals offense that they were last year, but to still hold this offense to 17 points, I, I definitely think that's a win for the defense. Yeah. And I agree with you. The run defense is very um, concerning. It's funny because they all start the same way. They start with, they start strong. Mm -hmm. And then as the game goes on, you know, they just wear down quickly. And then guys just start running straight up the, the A-gaps, getting, you know, yardage. So you started seeing Mixon getting, you know, eight, nine yards. Mm -hmm. And that then opened up the passing game, which honestly um, – there were times when Bengals wide receivers were open. I yeah. mean, you know, literally it was just a matter of Joe Burrow getting the ball to them, whether it was a pressure, you know, or if the ball wasn't batted down or whatever, but they were get they were getting guys open. And then eventually when they realized that Jamar Chase probably wasn't going to have the night that he had any time last year, then they decided to, to go to Hayden Hurst, which, which was effective. Let's yeah. be honest. It was effective. Yeah. They put him on the outside and, and they had, you know, a cornerback on him and it was effective. Um, but quite frankly, I mean, a lot of times it was guys that, that was open and I was concerned, you know, so I'm glad that it worked out in their favor. Um, and so for the most part, it wasn't like, you know, anybody had a, a big night, but uh, you know, it was, I, I was like, hey, man, if, if he gets a couple seconds a couple times, there was some touchdowns that was going to be uh, on that board. So 
that's the one thing I am concerned about. If you're not going to be able to get to a guy and the pass rush is not there, we the Ravens benefited greatly off the fact that the Bengals offensive line still has not figured out what exactly it is that they're going to do. But if you play against the team that has a solid offensive line and you start trying to run those same type of, you know, defensive schemes and it's not working, you're not getting to the quarterback. What is your secondary going to do? And that's the part that concerns me. The most. Yes. I think, I think it's definitely concerning. You know, I thought, I think that after a while it got to the, the Ravens did a good job of, making Joe Burrow uncomfortable early. Um, and it, and it got to the point, like you said, that it, there were receivers open and it's not like the pass rush was necessarily around him or, or around his feet, but just they put the thought in the back of his mind that he has to look around and see where everybody is. They made him mentally uncomfortable. And sometimes that's all you got to do. Sometimes it's just about getting a hand on a ball here and yep. there hitting a quarterback here and there just to just to put it in their mind like I'm around you know yep. you, you, you don't have all day you know even when you don't see me I'm there and yep. I think that's uh what happened with Joe Burrow in this game definitely the, the, look he's not clicking right now with Jamar Chase uh, and that's even besides this Ravens game I think you look at the, you know this season as a whole they have not been on fire the way that they were last year and obviously you know defenses are seeing what's going on they saw they got a whole year of film on these two yeah you know, you're not going to catch teams by surprise this year I've been saying that uh but I think this is still a very quality Bengals team that is that the Ravens face again week 18 in Cincinnati and I think that that game will have big time playoff implications maybe yep. big time division yep. implications by that point uh, so definitely considering everything that's been going on around this Ravens team, all the questions that have been asked throughout the week, it's definitely good to see them get a big time quality win against a division opponent uh, at home. Yeah, absolutely. They, they definitely needed it. It was a good confidence booster. I felt like the confidence booster started last week because um, I really did think that they played well against the Bills. As you can see, the Bills turned around and put up 38 points yeah, against a very supposedly <laughs> good Steelers defense. So, I mean, th that says something, you know what I mean? Um, but then they did a good part, a, a good job tonight against, you know, the Bengals offense who, you know, last year did work on them. And that's probably putting it nicely. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I think it's all up from here. You know, I think that if you can get Justin Houston back in a couple weeks uh, or, you know, sooner than later, if Tyus is able to come back, I think that this team, you know, can really be fine. And you really hope that Marcus Williams isn't out for the year, although I'm not very positive about it. We'll but see. But if you don't, guess what? It's time for some other guys to step up and to the plate and, and, and start making some plays. I mean, that's that's the part of the game. Injuries are going to happen. You just have to come up and be better. And that's and that's literally it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is definitely going to be key to see if they can kind of keep this going, build on this. I think that the defense is definitely getting better each year. And I, I want to give some credit to my guy, Pepe Williams, because yeah, I yes. think he, he every week I continue to talk about him and every week I think he shows he is legit. He's turning out to be probably outside of Linderbaum. He's he's the rookie that they trust the most, I think, yeah. on either side of the ball. They play this guy and they put him in key situations and he makes them look good every time. Uh, he got called for the holding penalty tonight. I'm not going to go crazy about that. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, 
I, I thought Pepe Williams did a heck of a job. He's physical. He does not mind getting in there and making the tough tackles. He's the smallest guy on the field, and he's going to stick his nose in there. I, I, I love watching Pepe Williams play, and I think the, that every day that he's able to be around Marcus Peters, is going to be a plus because I really Absolutely. believe he is like a Marcus Peters Jr. from his play style to his per personality. He he is a he's really a junior Marcus Peters. So I, I really like the fact that he gets to spend his rookie year around him. Absolutely. And I, I just expect him to get better and better, as like you said, as the season goes on because of the mentorship mm -hmm. that he has from those type of guys.